New York, 1991. A beautiful woman with long black hair is sitting in the office of one famous American magazine. She's looking at the far corner of the room. There's a massive stack of closed envelopes. She's received about 10,000 mails in the last few months from all over the country. They send them to her every day. Somebody knocks on the door. A young man reports he's got new mail. He gives the woman a new pack of letters and leaves. She opens one of the envelopes and immediately throws it aside. You're a goat, the letter says. The woman opens another one. You're absolutely wrong. You shouldn't work here. This is nothing new for the woman. She throws all the new mail in the corner. All these letters are addressed to her. Marilyn Voss Savant, the smartest woman in the world. And each of them contains angry and unpleasant comments. But to understand what's happening here, we need to go back 35 years. It's 1956. Newspapers in all states write about a new IQ test record and the most intelligent person. A resident of St. Louis, Missouri got the highest score. It's believed that if you score more than 140 points, you're close to genius in terms of intelligence. Albert Einstein had an IQ of about 160 points. Leonardo da Vinci had 180 points. And Isaac Newton had 190. Marilyn Voss Savant from Missouri got 228 points. Of course, many doubted her genius. All intelligence tests have similar tasks and puzzles. You can train on daily tests for a long time and learn how to score maximum points. That's what they thought about Marilyn Voss Savant. Not many people believed she had such a high score from the first attempt. But all doubts disappeared when they found she had been only 10 years old. It's unlikely that she had trained for years at such a young age to get this result. So it was a sensation. She quickly became famous. As an adult, Marilyn Voss Savant questioned the effectiveness of these tests. Intelligence is complicated and cannot be measured with a series of logic puzzles. In 1986, she entered the Guinness Book of Records as the owner of the highest IQ on the planet. Her record was broken in 1990, but they stopped publishing IQ champions that year for the same reason that Marilyn had voiced. IQ is not the only indicator of a smart mind. But let's get back to our story. As a teenager, she began writing articles for newspapers and magazines. She entered the university to study philosophy. Marilyn chose this way in the name of her paternal ancestor, a famous Austrian physicist and philosopher. Although her parents wanted her to choose a more practical profession, she believed that a developed mind could be inherited. So she was looking for a smart person to create a family in the future. When she turned 20, she left the university since mom and dad opened their own business. She started helping them and discovered her leading talent, the ability to manage projects and cash flows. She never aspired to earn a lot of money with such a skill. Marilyn wanted to help people, to benefit all of humanity. Also, she liked to write. Therefore, in the 80s, she went to New York to become a writer. By that time, she had already been quite a celebrity, so it wasn't a problem to find some work. One of the magazines offered Marilyn a full-time job. Soon, they gave her a separate column called Ask Marilyn. Readers sent her questions on the topic of logic every day, and she gave them the answers. Even now, she continues to lead this column. And one day, in 1990, Marilyn turned about 10,000 people against herself, including famous scientists. 
And all this happened because of one logical puzzle. A reader asked her opinion about the Monty Hall problem. It was a well-known riddle that some scientists still argue over. Imagine you're in a TV show where you can win a new car! You're standing in front of three closed doors. There are goats behind two of them. And only one entrance has the prize car. You have one attempt to choose the right door. In simple words, your chances to win now are one in three. In your head, you already know which door you want to choose. At this moment, the host of the show opens one. And there's a goat. This is not the door you wanted to choose. You have two doors left. That is, the chances are one in two. Does it make sense for you to change your opinion and choose another door? Yes, Marilyn said. If you change the door, your chances are two in three. If you don't, your chances are one in three. You should always change the initial choice to double your chances. At first glance, such a decision seems illogical. How is this possible if there are two doors left and only one has a car? It's obvious that your chance to win is 50-50. But Marilyn didn't think so. And a lot of people didn't like her answer. Scientists, teachers, workers from different fields and of different ages sent her letters of indignation. Someone even called her a goat. People asked to close this column and fire Marilyn from the magazine. As a result, she received about 10,000 letters criticizing her. Someone created a special website where people could dispute all of Marilyn's answers. Fortunately, she wasn't too upset. She continued to work and attended TV shows where she proved her case to people. And soon, she succeeded. In the beginning, only 8% of readers believed her. By 1992, this number had risen to 56%. Philosophers, mathematicians, professors, and scientists chose Marilyn's side. They apologized for their angry letters. But even now, when the problem is solved, many people are still thinking about it and trying to find a new answer. The Monty Hall problem has become one of the most discussed puzzles in probability theory. They simulated the task on a computer, downloaded all the data, and got Marilyn's answer. The solution may seem complicated, but there are many simple explanations on the internet. It was incredible that Marilyn solved it so fast, while the whole world thought the answer was different. Marilyn wrote several books with her answers to the most complex and exciting questions that readers sent her. She published scientific articles on mathematics and logic. In addition to the Monty Hall problem, there were other complex tasks that caused a lot of controversies. Marilyn always wanted to find an equally intelligent husband, so her descendants would be smart too. And so, after two failed marriages, she met a scientist with an IQ of 184 points. His main achievement was the invention of an artificial heart. He founded a company of his own, and Marilyn began working there as a financial director. The company studies heart problems and invents technologies that save the lives of thousands of people. Now, Marilyn is over 70. She continues to answer readers' questions, write books, and help run the company. She leads a quiet life and doesn't brag about her most intelligent woman on the planet title. That's why so few people know about her. She uses her intelligence wisely and has achieved success. And it's important to note that it can be challenging to succeed, even for people with brilliant minds. The thing is, 
A genius IQ is not a guarantee of happiness. There is even a phrase that the smarter you get, the sadder you become. Any genius needs to have social intelligence. This gives them knowledge about behaving properly in public and talking well. Many people intuitively understand what an interlocutor feels. They know how and when to ask the right question and give the correct answer. But for some geniuses, this is a difficult task. Let's say someone creates unique sculptures but doesn't know how to sell them correctly. As a result, people can consider these statues cheap during the sculptor's lifetime. Many talented musicians allow labels to deceive them. A guitarist with the potential to become a rock star can play in the street all their life because of self-doubt and their inability to show themselves. Many high-intelligence people were hermits and lived poorly because they couldn't establish relations with society. Sometimes, a genius knows all about genetic engineering but has no idea how to behave at a barbecue.